Hello, my friends, and welcome to episode five. Today, we are talking about the most important thing that you can be doing this holiday season as we navigate the hustle of the holidays and recovering from the trauma of a global pandemic, which we are still struggling through, and creating a realignment for a new year. And that most important thing is rest. So without further ado, let's get started. Hey there, I'm Valerie Friedlander, Certified Life Business Alignment Coach, and this is Unlimited. This podcast bridges the individual and the societal, scientific and spiritual, positive and negative, nerdy and no, there's just a lot of nerdy. (laughs) Come on board and let's unlock a life that's as badass as you are. I thought that we would talk about rest this week because it is one of the most undervalued components of productivity, and this is the season for it. It, For so many reasons, this is the time that we need to be resting most, and yet we have societally constructed all of these ways to not rest rest. Our society generally just has this issue with rest. Like we do not value it. I don't know if you've noticed, but we have this hustle culture that pushes us to do, do, do. And this season is no different. And in some ways, it's almost the worst. I see so much that we have created in this season, this holiday season of shopping, consume, create, buy, sales, travel. There's just so much going, 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 and doing, doing, doing. And especially this year with a pandemic that is essentially saying, stay home, rest. And yet we still feel this need to keep going out and doing things and keeping with the norms that we have, even though the norms that we have aren't really healthy, and they're certainly not healthy right now. So what is it about this time that we've created all of this extra stuff? And I almost would argue that it's because it is such a time of rest. It's like, We're fighting against that time of rest because we've labeled it as bad. I can't tell you how many people that I have worked with over the years that struggle with the word lazy, that in some way they have labeled things or even themselves as lazy and how much weight and how much self-flagellation gets caught up in this idea of laziness. And it actually is blocking them from tapping into some of their most creative, their most intuitive ideas. It's almost like it's this way of not listening. It's like an active not listening we are not very good about taking time to be quiet. There's a reason like there's a fad around meditation. And it's 
because we got so far away from it, so far away from being able to sit still and sit and be quiet and listen. It's interesting for me coming from a background of a religious background of the religious society of friends where uh, in unprogrammed Quaker worship, that is essentially what you do. You sit in the silence and you listen, you are waiting upon God um, or whatever word speaks to you, that insight, that something greater than yourself and your own thoughts. Some people think of it as kind of like corporate meditation. It's really more than that. It's this understanding that there is something greater than us and that together we can tap into that more than we can individually because individually we go through our own brains and our brains have these filters of perception, which I've talked about before. And that when we sit and listen together, we can filter in different ways. Our different perceptions will filter the the messages that come through to us. And through that process, the truth of the capital T will be revealed because each person will have kind of a different approach to a similar message. Anyway, I share that because I think it's interesting to have that background of sitting and listening and of silence being so important. And yet our society has such a a challenge around sitting and being quiet and listening. We would much rather be doing. Uh, and I wonder, I wonder what what prompted the fear of that? Like what what moved us into this culture of busy and doing? And I I kind of wonder if it's not a form of control. You know, like if you're not actually listening to your intuition, you're much more controllable by other people or systems because you're not going to have that natural check-in of going, but is this really fitting? Does this really resonate? Like it's almost like this block to listening to a truth that is greater than the story that we've consumed, which I guess makes sense as to why I'm so preferential to this particular aspect of productivity, because it means that we are listening beyond what we've created in the past and empowering ourselves to think bigger and see in front of ourselves instead of constantly repeating what has already been done because we're so in survival mode, we can't think beyond that. The reason I say rest, and many other people, it's not just me, say rest is so important to productivity is because the more aligned you are with the actions that you're taking, the more you resonate with the steps that you are taking to move yourself forward, the easier they will be. It's that difference between a hustle and a flow, right? The hustle is more of a forced thing. It's There's a push behind it. And not to say that hustling is bad. There are times when it certainly is important. However, when we are in constant hustle, that's the recipe for burnout. A flow is necessary so that we are moving in alignment with our best self, our truest self, and not just reacting to who we have been and the way things have been. A colleague of mine posted a few months ago that she felt like 2020 has been shouting to her to pay attention. Not like just subtle messages, but like very, very loud ones. Yeah, I remember there were times when I was 
feeling like some I was missing something and I I needed to figure something out. Like I wasn't happy and I wanted it to be different. And I'd say, God, just hit me over the head with whatever it is, because I am clearly not getting the hint. <laughs> um, but as she pointed out, sometimes you can get hit over the head and still not know what the hint is. And like encrypted universal messages are just so frustrating. So what she shared about was beating herself up over being unproductive and then getting a call that her brother had been in an accident where and it was a horrific accident. Luckily, he had been able to get out of the car before it exploded and survived. Um, actually, both people who were in the car did. So that was a blessing. But she was like, I feel like there's something for me to notice here. And I don't think it's to slow down. So if it's not to slow down, what is the message? And I thought that was an interesting observation of sometimes it's not about stopping or slowing down or this idea that rest means inaction. Anyone who has done any kind of meditation knows that it's not inactive. It's 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 actually very active. This kind of reminds me of a joke my dad sent me the other day that said two friends met on the street. The first one asks, "Is your husband still unemployed?" The other says, not really. He's taken up Zen, and now he meditates all day. It's better than sitting around doing nothing. <laughs> it's funny, and it's a joke. But at the same time, I mean, there is a point there in that it it's an active process of resting and listening. I mean, you've probably heard the term active listening, right? Like that's when you're listening to somebody else. You're not coming up with your own response and trying to think of the next play in the conversation. And you are actively listening to hear what they're saying. And sometimes it's to hear beyond what they're saying, but the meaning underneath that's actually the way I listen when I'm coaching is to hear beyond what someone is saying to help them connect dots into their subconscious and patterns that are happening in their life, whether they're serving them or not. If we can identify those patterns, then we can help them utilize those patterns better. So I believe that things happen for a reason, but you must provide the reason. You give the things that happen in your life purpose. And I think it is really important that we do that. I struggle with the, you know, things happen for a reason because it makes it sound like it's something that's happening to you, like you're being given things in order to. And I think all of these things are opportunities. We're, we're presented with opportunities all the time. It's how we approach it and how we experience what's happening and whether we give it meaning to support us taking the next steps and moving forward in our life. All that's to say, rest is really about paying attention, about having that patience to really listen deeply beyond where we would normally listen, not beyond that surface level that we listen at when we're rushing or moving or hustling, right? It's listening deeply and tapping into your intuition and having a, a self-awareness and an awareness of what's around you. Because only with that awareness can you actually create change. And 
have choice and have what so many people come to me looking for, which is a sense of freedom in their life. I say that this time is particularly key for that because seasonally, especially for people who are in areas that get cold for the winter time, this season really invites us to pull in and rest. Our instinct as an animal is to build a shelter and provide ourselves protection and a safe place to rest in safety when we feel in danger. And winter is a time of danger for animals because of the weather shift. It's also a time a lot of people experience the seasonal affective disorder or SAD. It's, you know, people will talk about it as seasonal depression. It's basically when we are not getting enough sunlight and our serotonin drops. Serotonin is a neurotransmitter that helps regulate your mood, your sleep cycle, and your appetite. And low serotonin is linked to feelings of sadness and irritability. It can also cause trouble sleeping and food cravings, especially carbohydrates, because carbohydrates help boost your serotonin. So it's a time when we're naturally feeling this desire to pull in to rest It's like hibernation. I mean, if I could hibernate during this time of year, I totally would. As I mentioned, I'm in Chicago, and I actually grew up in Nashville. So while I know cold, (laughs) it's a whole nother thing. But we are naturally inclined to pull in and to do less, to build up our fat stores and to stay warm. We've also probably historically been pretty busy, especially when we were cultivating the land we would be very active in the fall, harvesting the crops and gathering and storing things to prepare for the long dark of winter, which is also where our celebrations stem from with the celebration of light. It's to remember and to ignite hope that light will come back again when we are in the midst of darkness. And so that's actually a lot of the roots of traditions around the holidays is about remembering the light while we are in the dark. One of the other interesting things for women in particular is that serotonin is influenced by our other hormones such as estrogen, progesterone, and descending estrogen right before our period, you know, the time of PMS, also drags down serotonin levels. So that's why We tend to want to rest more. We may be more irritable. You may crave carbs more to replenish that serotonin. So all of those things play in together, especially during those times of the month in the winter when we have multiple factors that are saying, pull in, rest. We need to remember that muscles need time to repair and rebuild after strenuous exertion. And so does the human psyche. We need dreams. We need deep sleep. We need that time of quieting our brain to aid the process of bringing some sort of order, a sense of order, awareness to what sometimes can seem like chaos. And I can't think of a more important time for us to be doing that in this particular season as we have a pandemic on the rise as we are in the winter or the heading into that time of darkness. And especially for women, if you are heading towards your moon, 
i.e. your period, for those who don't know that terminology, this is a time to listen and reflect and take that space to renew yourself, to rejuvenate yourself, and to realign yourself so that you can then step into the next phase of planting seeds and putting yourself out there and growing new life, i.e. spring, (laughs) when it is time to do that. When we try and force ourselves into that, when we try and push ourselves into that, and we try and bypass a time of rest, we deplete ourselves. We further exacerbate the stress and exhaustion that is already present, that is already pulling us to rest. There's a quote from Jim Carrey that I really love. He says, sadness is just from happenstance. Depression is your body saying, I don't want to be this character anymore. I don't want to hold up this avatar that you've created in the world. It's too much for me. Think of depression as deep rest. So deep Russian, deep rest. Your body needs deep rest from the character you've been trying to play, like the great and powerful Oz when you're just the sweaty guy behind the curtain. I think of that quote And I think about this idea of resting and how much we create these characters that we play in the world. And the wintertime, this time of darkness, is a time to notice that, to check in with that, to consider how that may be serving you or how that may be holding you back and wearing you down. This is a time when We are given the opportunity to embrace our shadows, to embrace the things that we have been, to forgive ourselves for things that have not worked for us. I often wonder if sometimes we don't hustle through this season and the invitation to rest and rejuvenate ourselves because we don't want to look at those things. We don't want to look at that darkness and those things that we've done that maybe we regret, things that we subconsciously beat ourselves up for because we aren't willing to take a look at them and we allow them to play over and over again and push us and push us. Instead of taking that moment to look at the shadow in the corner and go, hey, what's creating this shadow? So often when you look at a shadow, that may be so scary, standing and you know looming in the corner that you may want to hide under the covers from or rush around away from that feels like it's chasing you. If you just stopped and took a look at it, you'd realize that it actually isn't as scary as you thought it was. You'd realize that it's actually just a shadow and not real. You realize that it could even be a friend. You know, the person you thought was chasing you is actually just a a friend in a winter coat. I don't know. Anyway, I just noticed that so often we rush. And I work with clients who part of what they're avoiding doing, these rules that they have that are subconscious playbooks, are things that when we actually take a look at them, they go, oh, I don't. I don't want that. That's not really me. But because they never paused to take a look at it, they didn't even notice that they were playing that rule out in their life. 
like the rule of being lazy. Like I'm lazy. So I push myself and push myself because I don't want to be lazy because lazy is bad. But are you really lazy? No. Okay. Well, where did that come from? <laughs> or, or how is that serving you? Well, it's, I'm afraid that if I don't push myself like this, then I won't get things done. Well, that makes sense. It makes sense that you'd be afraid of that. How true is it that you won't get anything done if you don't beat yourself up over being lazy? Well, I don't even know. I've never not done that. Okay, well, what what might it look like to do that? What do you think about trying that and seeing what happens? And the cool thing is that so often what happens is they're happier and they still get a lot of stuff done and they enjoy it more. It's kind of crazy. And I, I played that like little mini dialogue with myself because it's, it's like the generic conversation that I've had so many times with clients. So as much as we want to nurture our light, we can't actually really do a good job of nurturing our light if we don't take time to embrace those shadows and embrace those things that it might be time to forgive ourselves for, to say that has happened, that was me, and that is me no longer, and to release the things that aren't serving and come to terms with the things that have passed, and then actively choose what you want to carry with you and what you want to release. Because just like Jim Carrey mentioned, the weight is too great. That deep rest is needed to recover from carrying that burden around. And then you get to put it down and tap into that wisdom or courage, whatever you want to call it, to step into this new space of what's possible for you. And it may feel like stepping out into the cold without a jacket on, and that can be a little scary, but you may find that you are warmer than you realize or that you want to different jacket because that jacket that you've been wearing is totally not your style or you outgrew it. I've got some really awesome jackets that it's time to let go of because while they're awesome, they are no longer me. They they no longer fit properly because I've had them since I was much younger and, <laughs> and it's time to move on and let them go. Forgive myself for cluttering my closet and give myself the opportunity to buy a new amazing coat. And remember that the things that have come before may only be stepping stones into what you want to do. They're not necessarily the things that you're meant to carry along with you. I have one client who carried around with her for a long time that she needed to choose a safe job. And she came to me after realizing that that safe job wasn't so safe anymore because she'd gotten laid off. And building her own business was scary. And she did that. And then she came back to me at a time where she was assessing what to do going forward because something about this amazing business that she'd built wasn't fitting anymore. It felt more like a hustle. It was exhausting her. It didn't feel aligned. We came back around to what were her dreams before she chose that safe job. And her response was, well, I'm too old to do that. That's the reason she didn't go into it when she built the business. It was past that was the opportunity that she missed. And we explored, well, how true is that? What would it take to explore this as a possibility? And she connected with some people in the field that she was interested in. And it turned out that the experience that she had from the job that she had, from building the business that she had, 
all fit so well into her filling a particular need that these contacts had. And now she's just been following those breadcrumbs and creating more of a space for herself that is turning into a new phase of life and a new business that ties to what her dreams were and what she's passionate about. And it's the coolest thing. But before that, she went through a really rough period of discomfort in the unknown and sitting in almost a a depressed space. And that's not to say she had depression, but that space of pulled inness and feeling cynical and pessimistic and critical and questioning and frustration and impatience and all of that time of of pulling in and and looking for the safe thing again and everything that happens in this period of deep rest, this period that calls us to listen to our bodies and pull in and reflect. And working together, we created that space where she was able to look at what was and where she wanted to go and create a stepping stone towards doing that and more realigning the vision so that she was ready to take action when the time arose, when the opportunity presented itself to create in that space of rest, to create that space of security and comfort and preparation to do the next indicated thing in alignment with the person that she wanted to be, not in reaction to what has been, which is what that hustle culture and that going and doing space often pulls us into. So I invite you to take this time to take a break, rest, choose what of the traditional societal things that you have going on in your life And especially because so many of us are staying home for the holidays, we are not going out as much, we may even be under stay-at-home orders from the government, take this time to give yourself a time out. (laughs) I often do that with my kids. I'm like, mommy needs a time out. So give yourself this space to heal from all of the stress that we have been under the past several months to reflect on what you've learned and what you want to take away from this time, to do some research on where you want to go and what you want to do, finding those new directions in life, re-energizing yourself, taking that time to turn inwards, reevaluate, look at values, beliefs, what of those do you want to keep? What of those aren't serving you anymore? Challenge some of the limiting beliefs that you've been carrying. Of course, before you challenge them, you have to identify them. So maybe take some time to do that too. I like to approach things on the physical, mental, emotional, spiritual levels, as you will have noticed from uh, my previous podcast on stress languages. And some of the things that you might do that specifically relate to if you're in that time of PMS, but also I think very much tied to this time of winter. On a physical level, you can boost serotonin with carbs. You can do aerobic exercise that boosts endorphins, and you actually burn more calories in that phase of your cycle as a woman. The other thing is that walking, as my friend and trainer Kira Elliott will say, is one of the most undervalued 
exercises, aerobic exercises that you can do. So it's not like you need to go out and kick your butt. Just moving your body, going for a walk can be really helpful. Mentally, naturally, we are looking at what is wrong. That's just the way our brains work. We tend to gravitate towards the potential danger and looking for the potential danger, especially when we feel like we might be under threat. And that can be from the season, triggering basic instincts of needing to pull in and protect ourselves in the winter, to feeling isolated from the pandemic, any of those things, low on sleep, which is another Another thing that is really important to take care of, making sure that you're getting enough sleep, like literal rest. (laughs) But because your brain will naturally look for what's wrong, giving that intentional time to seek gratitude and then look for what the opportunity is within the situation that you are experiencing. On an emotional level, giving yourself space to learn from your emotions, noticing how they're impacting you, where you feel them in your body. It's a great time to really listen to your body and what it's saying to you. Noticing the triggers and the thought and feeling patterns like I talked about in a previous episode. This is a great time to identify what you want to work on and practice releasing emotions. One of the other things that Jim Carrey says is that emotions are weather which I just loved. (laughs) It's very much about like they move through and they will change, but you can notice how they impact you and where they come from and create spaces of support for yourself as you weather those emotions. And on a spiritual level, giving yourself space, extra space for spiritual practices, for meditation, for deep listening to yourself, to people around you, Being present can be a very spiritual experience. If you want support with any of these practices or anything to check in and really hear yourself, notice those patterns and create the plans for next steps to move forward in more alignment, that's what I'm here for. So definitely grab a spot on my calendar for a free session. I would love to chat with you. And I will see you next time. Thanks for listening. I so appreciate you being here. If you got something out of today's episode, please share it. Leave me a review, take a screenshot and post it on social with a shout out to me. Send it to a friend or, you know, all of the above. Want to hang out more? Join me on Instagram. Or better yet, get on my mailing list to make sure you don't miss out on anything. And remember, your possibilities are as unlimited as you are. Allow yourself to shine, my friend. The world needs your light. See you next time.